Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Chapter 2 You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses entrust to reliable men who will also be qualified to teach others. Endure hardship with us like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets involved in civilian affairs. He wants to please his commanding officer. Similarly, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not receive the victor's crown unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering, even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect, that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, If we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he will remain faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Keep reminding them of these things. Warn them before God against quarrelling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus who have wandered away from the truth. They say that the resurrection has already taken place and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. The Lord knows those who are his, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for noble purposes, and some for ignoble. If a man cleanses himself from the latter, he will be an instrument for noble purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee the evil desires of youth, and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach, not resentful. Those who oppose him, he must gently instruct in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, who has taken them captive to do his will. I love entrusting people with things. I wonder if you do. This passage celebrates the desire to entrust things to others. 
I like that. The passage provides a few guidelines for how to do it well. It calls us to entrust teaching to people. There are many great and wonderful things God has made, but the teaching of his truth is the one thing Paul encourages Timothy to ensure he passes on. This, of course, is the stuff the writer of the Proverbs bangs on about for 31 chapters. We can make others wise. We can equip others how to make good decisions in the fear of the Lord. The next generation depends on us passing on the legacy of God's laws. And so we entrust people with the Bible. We unpack it for them and open it up to them. If you're doing that with your kids, with your small group, with a friend or colleague, then you are doing a mighty fine thing. Keep on entrusting the Bible's truths into other people's lives. And give special attention to those who seem reliable. While God pours grace on all who want it, time and again the New Testament gives special mention to those who are faithful. Those who have been faithful in small things should be the ones who get given big things. We could spend hours and hours and burn gallons of emotional energy fretting over those who aren't showing up, who aren't motivated, who aren't being reliable. But Jesus calls us instead to sow energy into those who are already responding to God's work. We bless what God is doing and work where our Father is working. You can play your part in this sublime strategy of the Saviour. If you choose to become an entruster of the word, then you can help turn the world upside down. Why not take a moment right now to ask God to show you someone who is already being faithful in small things, someone you can raise up into bigger things? Why not choose to entrust to them anything good you've garnered from the Bible? If you do that and are willing to entrust the truth of God into people, then a dynamic movement will be unleashed. The movement that encircled the Mediterranean could transform your nation as well. Question for reflection. Who around you is being faithful in small things? How could you train them in using the word? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.